listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 132 for February 16th, 2017. This week we talk about YouTube drama, the first ever American boy doll, lazy cooking tips, Katy Perry and the Grammys, and coffee enemas. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Yay! Mm. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh my god, are you my Valentine? Ew, God, fuck off. No, ew. (laughs) Just kidding. What? (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah, of course. Sure. It's great. Oh my god. We're recording this on Valentine's Day. So I know. Have you done anything romantic today? No, I'm um but this is the first time in like seven years I've had a Valentine. You actually, so, oh my god, is this this mystery boy you keep alluding we, to? The fella. We're just going to call him the fella. The um, fella. Until, it, until I understand, you know, what what he is. Well, I know what he is, but he's just <laughs> until I Whatever. Until I know I his name. I don't know his name. Until yeah. I, I don't even know who he is. I don't know what he looks like. No. Um, yeah, we discussed it. I asked him if he was my valentine, and he said yes. Oh my god, um, did you like sign a formal contract or something? <laughs> We signed it be- over below the dotted line. I faxed it to his lawyer. We've have an agreement. Um, oh my god! And we're gonna have so a official. we're having a, a Google Hangout after this. We're recording a little early today. I asked Sam if mm-hmm. we could, so uh, me and the fella could have a little Google Hangout. And then I'm seeing him on Thursday. I'm flying to DC on Thursday. Oh my god! Uh, so it's I'm getting serious. You're flying I'm for just, him. I'm just. Je- I mean, I've already have. But I'm mm-hmm. jet. I'm just a jet setter. I'm just jet setter city Joe. You know. Yeah, jet setter city. What's that? Wait, what? What's that game with the dancing? Is it Jet Force? No. What's jet that? Force Gemini's a game. Yeah, dance, that is a dance game. revolutions a game. No, the one that you played uh, with jet. the. Oh God, it was really weird. Oh, and it's um, uh, j- j- Space Channel Five. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I thought Space it was Jet, jet Force Five. Gemini for some reason. That's a completely different. No, game. that's a fun game too, though. They need a sequel to Jet Force Gemini. That's really weird that it was just like there and then gone. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know. I don't know. Well, are you doing anything for Valentine's Day? What's going on? God, no. I've been working. <laughs> I've been doing work and like dumb shit all day. Like it's nothing's happening. It's just I've been living my life. I have a, a date with a boy tomorrow, Wednesday, Ooh. because we specifically made it so it wasn't on Valentine's Day because we, we haven't been dating for that much. And we were like, it would be too awkward to like have like a really romantic Valentine's Day date when we've only gone on like four dates or something. And we're just like, we're just starting out. So I have a, I have wow. a, I have a date on Wednesday. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. But uh, wow. I, 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 that maybe sounds we're... spicy. Where are you going? What are you doing? Where can the paparazzi find you? The paparazzi can find me in the dumpster outside the 7-Eleven. <laughs> um, <laughs> but tomorrow, I don't know. I, last time we went out for sushi and I chose sushi. So I think this time I'm going to have him choose... Um, and oh my god, like I cleaned my room. Well, okay, I cleaned my room. I did like a deep clean. Not for him, but my sister was in town last weekend. And I was like, I have to like make it seem like I don't live in an actual fucking fiery dumpster. So mm-hmm, I did like mm-hmm. a whole deep clean of my room and I ended up it 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 ended up uh with me cleaning outside my room, like in the living room too. So now I have like a semi-clean house. So now I'm like, oh my god, I could invite this boy over to my house and not feel like super embarrassed. So who knows? Maybe on Wednesday wow. I'll like invite him over for like a movie date or something. I well, Oh my god. Maybe he'll kill me in the process and I'll never make the podcast again. Who can ever be sure? We can only hope. We can, we can only, only hope. Only Send your hope. prayers. Light your candles. Send your prayers your to samantonoli at gmail.com, please. Let's make your sacrifices to Satan. Mm-hmm. Do it. Get it. Get it done. Get it done. Well, so much drama has happened this week, and oh my god, I hate drama. Joe is but I foaming at talk the about fucking it. mouth right now with all the shit that has happened over the past I, like few days. Okay, I hate drama, but so. I, you know what you hate but more than I drama? Talk about it, Katy Perry. <laughs> Oh my god, I wasn't even going to start with the Grammys, but we can. Okay. I can go there. I mean, I kind of want to go there right now. Oh, let's go. Did you watch them? Because I didn't. I only watched the performances. Okay, yeah, I only watched the performances, and then I, I, everyone was blowing up about Katy Perry. Okay, well first, okay, we need to preface this with, before the Grammys, 
Katy Perry had a new song called out. Or, no, a new song come out called, I'm getting my yes. words mixed up, Chained to the Rhythm, which she personally <laughs> grabbed out of Sia's garbage can and posted it to the internet. So. Yeah. I'm disappointed. I'm honestly disappointed that Sia wrote this. Although Sia has, she said in the past, or I don't know if she said it like verbatim or whatever, but she's been very flippant about her lyrics yeah. that she writes. She's been like, you know, I just shit these out. Yeah, she literally, um, she shits these out like by the hundreds. Right. But this one, like, it, I, I hate it. I hate it's it so, so much. It's so bad. I, I well, it's not even just that it's a bad song. It's that she's jumping on another bandwagon that she doesn't that I, I that I don't think she has any business getting on other than she wants to like bank off of it. Yeah, like I feel like she's done with the gays, mm-hmm. and now she's moving on to the people who are like politically dissatisfied with the country, and right. she's just like leeching off of them now. Mm-hmm. And so, I like I don't know, like it, if. If someone like Lady Gaga had a song like this, it would mean something different to me. And, and I'm not even a, a Lady Gaga fan. Me either. You know I'm not like me. a stan or anything. But she like writes her lyrics, and you know it 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 makes me believe that Lady Gaga somewhat believes what she preaches, and she talks at gay activism things, and she you know she's in the pride parades and whatever. Yeah, she's and like she's like, doing shit. She's not using the gays. Like right, she's not and using I, the gay community. I've always just felt like Katy Perry, she just appeals to gay people because she knows that we're going to give her our money. And it's just like, stop giving her your money. She's done all of these like horrible. She's done like problematic interviews. Like there's the one that I always you already saw my Twitter. Rant. Uh, oh, yeah. I go off. I post this exact same your interview monthly that she Twitter did. rant. She did it like article. eight fucking years ago and I'll never let it go. She's probably a totally different person from this interview. But it's with a, a gay interviewer, a gay journalist. And he's like telling the problems that he finds with um, some of her lyrics being homophobic. Mm -hmm. And she just like denies it. And I'm like, you can't do that. When a gay person tells you you're being homophobic, you're being homophobic. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't, you don't argue with that. That's when you say, I'm sorry. That's when you say, especially if it's in a situation where the gay person is telling you that you're homophobic and you're denying it. You're like double homophobic. Yeah. (laughs) Because you're denying something like, God, I don't know. She just, she rubs me the wrong way. And honest to God, I'm sure she's a fucking lovely person in person. I would, I would love to sit down with Katy Perry. Mm -hmm. Like this is, this is me extending an arm and extending an olive branch to Mm -hmm. Katy Perry and saying, if you want to sit down with me. Extending an olive garden breadstick to Katy Perry. An olive garden breadstick. That sounds really fucking good right now. Mm -hmm. But I would love to sit down with her and be like, here's the problems. I want you to recognize them. And, like, here's what you can do to make it better. You can be a better person. You can be a fucking, like, real activist. Like, stop using this. If you want to be taken seriously, which I know is stupid. It's pop music. It doesn't have to be taken seriously. But if you want to not seem like a hypocrite and, like, you're just banking off, like, the political climate or whatever, here's what you can do. Yeah. Which I guess I could also say... She, whatever, toured with Hillary Clinton, so she's apparently been somewhat active in politics, Mm -hmm. you know. So I guess this means something more. I don't know. Anyway, I think it's a horrible song. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I guess she performed it at the Grammys. I didn't watch that performance. Yeah, I I definitely skipped over that performance. Um, So the thing that pisses me off is that, like, the backing track and the instrumental to that song is like a fucking banger, in my opinion. But I, but like the thing is, is like those lyrics are unforgivable. They are absolute. They don't mean anything. Like it is that shit that she rhymes. Hold on, I told you. You told me in uh, in the Telegram. It made me cringe like fucking nothing else. Or I told you on Twitter. Let me look it up. Oh yeah, bit crunch. Yeah, she. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's I, I, bad. I do like when she says bubble, bubble or whatever. Like, I'm like, oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. That's like a cute little thing. Cause it reminds me of this like K-pop song, but then like the rest of it's just horrible. Yeah. And honestly, I, I was kind of like, like people were reading Katy Perry cause they like on the internet. Cause I, what else do you do with your time? You read Katy Perry on Twitter. People were reading Katy Perry and people were defending her saying, saying like, well, she didn't write this. Sia did. And honestly, like, I like you were saying kind of disappointed in Sia, even though you this is probably like the bottom tier 
song that she shat out and probably like, you know, made Katy Perry pay for $9.99 via a PayPal transfer, you know, something that is under the rug. Not it's nothing. It's just probably nothing to Sia. The fact that like Sia even came up with this is like, oh girl, like you could do better even for your worst shit. Like I'm kind of like, yeah. damn. Like I like, it's why did this shitty. have to come to fruition? Why did this come? Like, why is this seeing the light of day? Like, why is this not still in the trash? Like, please. I wouldn't have wanted my name on it if I were Sia, honestly. Right? I don't know. It's bad. Like, it's just an all-around bad song. I think the message is cheap and shitty. I mean, the the irony of Katy Perry telling us the things that are wrong in the world is just like, it blows my fucking mind because mm-hmm. I'm just like, you are what's wrong with the world, Katy Perry. <laughs> like, <laughs> you are the problem. Like, def- I don't know. It's just, it blows my fucking mind, man. Uh, so then we get into the Grammys, right? Preface that with the um, Katy Perry. Then we're going into the Grammys. Oh, did you find that tweet? Oh, um, she rhymes distortion with song. <sighs> Those don't even rhyme. That's not even like, okay, it's in not rhyme even close. zone. I use rhyme zone all the fucking time. Because you're smart. And the fact that, like, you can even click, like, similar, like, sound similar. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't even have to rhyme. I don't even think that would be in that category. It's not. Either. It's on a completely different wavelength. <sighs> I, I just think... Katy Perry telling us what's wrong with the world is the purest form of irony ever. that I've ever seen in my life. And I can just feel it with my hands. It's so palpable. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Grammys. Anyway, the Grammys. Um, Neither of us watched the Grammys. It sounds like we just watched the performances and like kind of kept up with Twitter a little bit. People were upset that Adele won over Beyonce. Yes. I know this. Mm-hmm. Um... Which, I don't know, I they're very different yeah. artists and people, and they sing very different things. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say Beyonce is more, her music is more, like, culturally and politically relevant, yes. and Adele's is more... General um, audience. Yeah, it's more friendly to everybody. Yeah. And so, in that sense, I, uh, I think Adele was the winner. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, because I, I think, feel like a Grammy is supposed to appeal to, I don't know. I don't know what the Grammys are for. I don't even know what they mean. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, all, what can it's it mean? all subjective. Even the fucking Grammys, right. you have a panel of people voting on the best and like, it's their opinions. Like, but I think both their, their performances were good. Yeah, of course. Beyonce's was like really cool mm-hmm. as usual. Um, yeah, I, when I had read a whole bunch about Beyonce's before I saw it, and I was like, how cool is this, like, actually gonna be? Like, this better blow my fucking mind. Yeah. And it did, though. Yeah. Like, the beginning was really cool. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. What did you, what do you think? What do you think about the Grammys? Well, okay. Like, I, I have to choose my words wisely, because... Why? I'll explain. Because at the end of the day... I am a cisgendered white male person with privilege. And I understand that. And I follow a lot of people on Twitter that are like women's activists and and like black activists and people that I don't understand their lives and can never be in their shoes and preface that, et cetera. You understand I have privilege. I'm coming from a certain perspective. But some people on my timeline were blaming Beyonce's loss on the fact that Adele was white. And I I don't think that's the reason why. And the reason why I think that is because that like Beyonce is an incredible artist. Adele's an incredible artist, but lemonade, like I listened and I don't, I, I, I have the same opinions of Beyonce as I have of Adele. I don't stand either of them. I listened to lemonade twice and I listened to 25 twice. And I, I didn't like, I wasn't listening to them constantly. But I feel like the reason why Adele won was because that Lemonade was way more experimental and it didn't adhere to one genre. And Adele won because it was, you know, probably easier to listen to regarding general population. Um, But people were like blaming Beyonce's loss on like either Beyonce being black or like the political system or like. Adele being white and I was like it's all subjective like just because Adele won doesn't mean that like Beyonce isn't fucking incredible like uh, at the end of the day the Grammys don't mean shit like it's all art it's all subjective and like I don't know I just I I feel like the people were using that as a crutch instead of looking at it objectively in terms of like 
the works themselves. I don't know. I yeah, it is weird because we don't really know what they judge it on. Exactly, like, like we have they no judge idea what the criteria on, are for the for the like Grammys. In my, in my mind, it should be the thing that was the most memorable. Yeah. And like when you think, when I hear Adele's album, I think, oh, hello. That was the huge. Everybody fucking saw that video. It was the biggest fucking thing. And Beyonce's was big too. But it was I don't. big in a different way. It was big in a, right. in a political activism, in a, in a like powerful, like black African American woman, in an experimental, um, because like a lemonade doesn't adhere to one genre. It's like a bunch of different songs, and and they all are like different styles. And the the album of Lemonade itself is kind of the cohesion that pulls all of the songs together. It has that same theme, so it's 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 more out there. And I mean that in like the most respectful way possible because like Beyonce's a fucking legend. Like Lemonade is a great album, but it's great. I don't think it, you have to tiptoe around it. Well, like to me, honestly, I don't like it's. I love the lyrics to the album. I love everything that she writes and mm-hmm. stuff. But like, I can't listen to the music because it doesn't appeal to me. It's incredible like at the end of the day, I'm like a basic pop bitch, and and I need basic pop bitch music. Yeah, and it doesn't. I can't. It's not easy listening to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas I can put on a Dell CD and just like cry like a white bitch in a corner. Exactly. Whereas like I don't. I appreciate Beyonce's music immensely and the message is behind it, but it's I can't. It's super important. Right. I can't put it on in the car. And yeah. Like, you it can't know, rock out to all of Lemonade. I can't. Well, I mean, I can't really right, rock right. out to, I, you, you can't, I mean, I, I, I jam out. I like rock out, get out my lighter to Adele. <laughs> I scream, I headbang, you know, I shimmy and shake. I, no, and th- I, yeah. that's just me though. Some people do jam out to Lemonade by Beyonce. But I, but I, bet, I bet if you pulled people, I feel like that in the general audience of music listeners everywhere, I feel like that that more people probably could jam out to Adele's album more than they could jam out to Beyonce's Lemonade. People get so mad at me when I say I don't listen to Beyonce music. I don't listen. Like I, I mean, like, I always I, listen I, to I it. I listen it. to it once. Yeah. Like I will. I watch the music videos and stuff. I'm like, oh wow, she's really fucking talented. She's amazing. She's an amazing person. Um, and I, you know, I, I love. I really like reading her lyrics. Just yeah, like, like it's um, so thought provoking like, and it's like a, it's on a different level. As a creative writing major, I like looking at it and be like, oh shit, she's got like some some deep shit in here. But like, I can't. It's not listening music for me mm-hmm. for some reason. In like, terms of appealing can't. to more of a mass audience, I think that's why Adele won. Yeah. I guess so. I guess, whatever. But at the end of the day, if you think I'm wrong, it's all fucking subjective. Like, they're both fucking pop goddesses. So. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. And then there's Katy Perry who fucking chained... I don't know why she was there. It pisses me off log. that, like... Does has Britney ever performed at the Grammys? I know Britney's only won like one or two Grammys, and they've been for like electro album or mm-hmm. something. And I I feel like I like Britney's music is not serious. No, you know? it's it's, it's pop. it is the exact it, pop trash that I like. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like Katy Perry is trying to be something that she's not. I feel like she's trying to be this like political singer and it's like no like you are in the same boat as britney like you you can make some jams but don't pretend like it's something that it's not and i feel like, like that, sh- that she's she's meeting she's she's like going she it, she's trying to make it seem like that she's going that political mile when she's half-assing it and it's looking like from a third-party point of view that she's just using the women's movement and that she used the gay community to just promote her sales and promote herself as an artist like if she wants yeah. to be a political artist, like you know, like Beyonce or like fucking Lady Gaga, like you have to step your pussy up and not fucking use your fans. Right. Sure. I don't, know. You have, I just, you have I don't to, think yeah. she deserves. I don't think she deserves to be able to perform at the Grammys. I don't mm. think that she's on the level of people who should be allowed to perform at the Grammys. Agreed. That's my opinion. This is just oh, like a Katy what I was Perry saying about, podcast. What I was <laughs> saying about Beyonce also applies to Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. too. Because I like Lady Gaga as a person, but I don't necessarily... like. I guess she does have some like regular old pop jams, but I don't listen to Lady Gaga either. Yeah. like I, so. I didn't listen to Joanne. I respect her. 
I respect Joanne. I respect her as an artist. I can't respect that song where she just repeats something about like smoking a bowl over and over again. It just annoys the shit out of me. Who was she? Ganja Stranja? I don't know who that is. Oh, she's a drag queen that you don't need to know about. I figured it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, let's move on to something more problematic. Oh, I'm ready. Oh my God, we're just diving in, Henny. So, this story is like top fucking trending on Google News. Oh my God, which is crazy to me. It's the PewDiePie thing. Okay. So, he has apparently, allegedly, what I'm from what I'm reading, been dropped from Maker Studios. Disney owns Maker Studios now, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's he's been dropped um, for making references to Nazism and anti-Semitic remarks in a handful of videos. Okay. But the most damning one came recently. Like, I think it was in the past couple of weeks. So, okay, do you know what Fiverr is? I don't. The website Fiverr? Okay, apparently it's like a freelance sort of website. I didn't know anything about it. It's kind of like, like you pay someone to do a little job for you. Okay. Like, here, edit this paper for $5. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, Something yeah, like that. Okay. So he put up some list or like contacted somebody to uh, do this thing for him, which was to have a sign that says kill all or death to all Jews. I'm pretty sure what the sign Ooh. says. And to, you know, show it on camera. And then also he they asked like how to pronounce it. And he said to, uh, let's see what he did. It was, um, you know who Keemster is? I don't really even know who Keemster is. I don't know. Keemstar, he, Keemster, I don't know. Keemster, Keemster, I have no idea who he is. But he said to say as the message, subscribe to Keemster. So these two guys um, did it. And I think they're Indian or they're from India or something. But they did it. And he shows a video of him reacting to it. And it's just very bad. Like, then then I think the guys apologized. They were like, we didn't know what the sign meant. And it's just a complete mess. And apparently, like I read, there has been about nine videos in the past like six months or so where he's had some sort of like, you know, Nazi or Hitler reference Why? or something what like that. What is he that. doing? I don't know. I don't know. Because it's know. funny? Well, okay. That's the situation too, though. Because um, I he he's it's clear to me, like I do not think that PewDiePie hates jewish people Mm -hmm. like particular like it that's my personal belief but but i don't think he understands that you can't use that shit for jokes because he has grown up just like we have in a generation where like we haven't really we haven't dealt with nazis like it's our grandparents and great-grandparents you know world war ii thing yeah we we grew up in a situation where it's like where we have the luxury of having holocaust deniers like we right, have like, like that shit on Google. Yeah, it's a stupid, a stupid crap. Yeah. But um, like, so I don't think, you know, that he's anti-Semitic or a Nazi or something. But I do think he's really fucking stupid yeah. for using any sort of Nazi anything. It's, in, it's a really, it's humor. really low brow, low tier comedy. Right. Well, like I would even say it's like, it's like mega inappropriate. But then it, I'd also... It has made me think about um, like him being dropped from Maker, and I think he got uh, kicked out of like the Google Preferred Ad Program or whatever, okay. which means like which I think shops your videos around to advertisers, um, like and they can bid on it and like make mm-hmm. you can make more money with them. Um, and, oh, and they also canceled his YouTube Red series. Jesus Christ! Wow, yeah, big so consequences is, for he PewDiePie. He got fucked over. I mean, I don't think it's going to be that much of a difference. He's a, I'm, he makes a lot of money. I'm pretty yeah. sure, but. Um, like, it was making me think about how, like, when you are that big and you are, like, part of a network or you're, like, you, you are part of a, you know, advertising something, like, they own what you do. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's right for him to, like, say all the things he's doing. In fact, I'm saying it's wrong for him to say all that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm glad I'm not in a YouTube network. Right? Anymore. Yeah. Or, like, or, like. That's what I didn't like about my vlog channel so much is I was doing a lot of sponsorships and stuff. And then Mm -hmm. it felt like I didn't even own my own content anymore. Yeah. Like you, you just don't feel free to say what you want. Mm -hmm. Even if they give you like a whole lot of freedom, they're like, oh, you can curse. You can do whatever. You're like, I actually can't because like it's a fine line. Yeah. It's like, you know, so I don't know. 
I don't know. Well, this this just, it made me think about a lot of things. Obviously, PewDiePie's this is a dumb, stupid thing to yeah, do. Yeah, you were but, fucking stupid to do this, right? But it it led me to ponder the as the other aspects of what was going on in the situation. Mm-hmm. Well, if we like, it's something that I I always like when these sorts of like things come up. These sort of dramatic, whatever. I don't really know how to how to phrase it. It always puts in the back of my mind this saying. And everyone's like, you know, in the U.S. especially, everyone's like, oh, freedom of speech, this freedom of speech, that a the freedom of speech is like you between you and the government. Like it's like people use it in the complete wrong context. But when it comes to freedom of speech, just in general, um, freedom of speech does not mean that you are freedom from consequences. And I think this is a perfect example of that sort of thing when it comes to like you are part of a network you represent a brand like you have you know you do this thing and you know any if you're surprised that you get dropped from maker studios and that like google is trying to cover their ass of you because they don't support this kind of thing and you know you were part of them like of course this shit is going to happen those are real consequences for things that you said so big mistake bro like well also like I don't think you free. Well, I don't think the Internet is a free speech zone. I really believe that it's not because every site is dictated by like community guidelines or like terms of agreement or whatever. Exactly. And um, let's see. YouTube states this is on The Washington Post says something like uh, there's a fine line between what is and what is not considered to be hate speech. For instance, it is generally okay to criticize a nation state, but not okay to post malicious, hateful comments about a group of people solely based on their ethnicity. Yeah. So I think this would fall under, let's see. Well, let's see. The video in question also appears to have violated YouTube's advertising guidelines, Mm -hmm. uh, which is to exclude videos that show violence, including displays of serious injury and events related to violent extremism. Yeah. So, okay. Like, I don't think he was promoting any sort of violent extremism or something like that. Like, he's a, he's stupid. It's mm-hmm. a stupid, stupid thing to do. Yeah, it's, it's and I do agree that like, dumb. Like, obviously, well, okay. I don't know how Disney wants to separate themselves from, like, anti-Semitic stuff. Because I've heard some shit about Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, way beside the point. He and I don't even now, know if that shit's, I don't know if that shit's true in the first place. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. But, allegedly. I have no fucking idea. But, like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like he should feel more free now, in a way. Right, yeah. It's kind of like, freeing to be, not be locked to those chains. It's, it's kind of like right, a bittersweet well, moment. Right. Like, it's a... I don't know. It's almost like a, an, an awakening. It was like when I when I stopped doing those deals and when I got out of my like YouTube network, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I, can, I can say anything I, can I want. I do whatever. And I can, it's yeah, just like, on I me. Have, I have no desire. Yeah, it's just on you is the thing. Like mm-hmm. I have no desire to be, you know, anti-Semitic or a horrible person or, you know, make jokes about like the Holocaust or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't feel like, like, I feel like I can curse as much as I want, which is amazing. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I want to, like, make another point. And I know we've talked about things regarding this in the past, because things like these, have like, like this PewDiePie stuff and people crying foul for free speech on the Internet come up. Um, when you upload a video to YouTube, like, it is at YouTube's discretion to have it on their site. YouTube owns the domain, YouTube.com. Google owns the servers that that video is on. So it is, you know, out of your hands. If they don't want your video on their site, it is to their discretion to take it down. Um, But the thing is, is, like, you have, by all means, all the rights to Put that video up on the internet if you own the website and you put it on your own server. You can send that to as many people as you want because you own where that video is hosted. So people who are c- crying free speech about this sort of thing need to realize that you are using other people's services. So you have to abide by those rules if you want to continue to use those services. Otherwise, make your own or go somewhere else because it's up to the to the services that you're using. It's up to the terms of service. It's up to the privacy policy. Like you are agreeing to these things before you sign up for them. Like there are going to be consequences if you post something on someone's website that they don't want. Cause at the end of the day, it's their decision to have your video on their website. So et cetera. 
Blah, there blah, it blah. is. There well, it is. There's 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 the Sam comment. Ugh. There it is. It just, I don't, it's just so <laughs> aggravating where people are like, oh, my God, like Twitter took this thing down. It's like you are using Twitter like it. it is Twitter's right. right to take whatever the fuck they down. They can be as as biased and as prejudicial as they so f- see fit because you are using their service like you I can make think- your own Twitter or something. I do think it was deserved, though, for him to be, like, removed from all those things. Totally. To have his show taken away and whatever. Like, it's just... There are consequences for your actions. at that point. Right. Totally. I mean, when you're you're bound to people, when you're bound to things like that, there are consequences for your actions. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, man. It was drama. Drama. So what else is going to happen for PewDiePie? Like, what's what's in the... Like... Is there any more I mean, news? I'm sure he's going to be fine. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm yeah, sure he's, he's going to upload videos as usual. He uploaded a, an apology on his, what is this, Tumblr? Yes. Um, that said, you know, like, this wasn't my intention. Mm-hmm. Like, And he says in the thing, I understand that the jokes were ultimately offensive, which that's a little, like, it's a little, like, too late for that, yeah. in my opinion. Like, when you've made it, if you make a stupid joke once, Oh, and also what gets me, though, is that is that these people dropped him once it became big news. Oh, yeah. That bugs me a little bit because it's like once it became a liability. Right. Once he became a liability, then they did it like apparently he's been you know, he's made some remarks for months about, you know, anti-Semitic or like allegedly like Holocaust jokes, Hitler stuff or whatever. And they turn Uh, a blind eye. It says he did a like a play the Nazi anthem in one of his videos or something. I have no idea. But like, yeah, it's like once it became big, then they were like, okay, we're dropping him mm-hmm. or whatever. So that was an interesting fact to me as well. I don't know. Huh. But you know, the whole thing is stupid. Mm-hmm. And I think he deserves what he got. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, I think he's going to be I fine. Because I think the majority of his... It, it also does suck because I was like, God, he is teaching people that it is okay to make these sorts of jokes. Yeah, it kind of sucks so, when you see someone in a big position, you know, representing right. really shitty values. So I'm glad he got punished in that sense because that lets the world and like there's a lot of young people who watch his videos that lets them know it's mostly that, like, young that's people. That's not isn't a it? cute. I would assume so. I don't know who else could stand him. Right. Like, oh, in in my honest opinion. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think it sends that message at least that like, hey, these aren't cool jokes to say. If you grow up saying this sort of shit, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. So. Oh, oh Lord. Oh, well. Lord have mercy. Well, I'm curious to see. Keep us posted in the future, Joe, with this news story. I don't think anything else will come of it, honestly. I think it'll disappear from Google News in the next couple days, and he will have a new scandal. Because, oh, my God, do you remember when he, like, said he was going to delete his channel if he got a certain amount of subscribers? And then didn't he, like, delete his personal channel or something? Like, it was something dumb. I think so. It was, like, some vlog channel or something. I Honestly, I didn't really pay attention to it because I don't pay attention to PewDiePie, surprisingly. I just like YouTube drama. I just love drama. You drama? I I hate drama. Stop it. I I am the epitome of one of those gays that's like, I I hate hate drama. drama. And then like, you're just dig your way into it. God. (laughs) No, God, no, God, no. But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure in that video, he's been problematic in the past because I'm pretty sure he said something like he thinks the reason he's not getting promoted is because he's white. And I was like, honey, honey, honey. Honey, you your don't privilege need promotion. You're you're getting you you're just I don't know. I can't I can't even touch that. I can't touch it. God. Speaking of bland white things. <laughs> Us? Us. <laughs> Us. Us. Oh, nothing's funnier than making fun of white people, especially us. Holy shit. I, just, I don't like I just hate everybody. Everybody's oh, yeah. just garbage everywhere. Garbage, um, garbage humans. They're making an American girl, American boy doll. Oh, my God. Finally. One for, for the more boys. more than 30 years, I think they've only made girls, and they're finally making an American boy. What's the reasoning? Um, they said it's very requested. Let oh, me okay. tell you about this little whitey. Because oh. he's white. Mm-hmm. I'm um, sure he's from the Hamptons. No, no, no. It's better. Oh. His name is Logan Everett. Well, first of all, let Logan. me tell you. 
let me tell you a little history about um, uh, American Girl Dolls. They've okay. grown up during the Civil Wars. You know, they've been through, um, like, they've been through slavery. They've uh, showed uh, wars. They've showed, like, the pilgrims. You know, they've been through, you know, there's American Girl Doll in for every situation. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they've been through it all. Well, not Logan Everett. Logan Everett uh, lives in Nashville where he plays drums <laughs> alongside his friend, Tenny Grant, another doll who happens to be a singer-songwriter in Nashville. Well, it's representing white boys across America <laughs> everywhere. So that's it good. It looks like the biggest fuckboy doll I've <laughs> ever seen. It has a plaid shirt buttoned down, opened with like a graphic T under it. God, I hate it already. It's got like side swoopy brown hair. Mm -hmm. God, I hate it. Well, I mean, the American Girl doll needs someone that they can hate. And now they have it. I guess so. I really guess so. Every every girl needs a fuck boy to just tell off, right? Did your friends growing up, were they like obsessed with American Girl dolls? My sister had had an American Girl doll. Crazy. Really? Yeah, she had an American Girl doll growing up. I don't, I think it was mostly a phase for her. Um, Mm -hmm. when she was younger, like probably, you know, between like five and eight or so, I think that she, Mm -hmm. she had her American girl doll and she had like a bunk bed for it. She had all these accessories and stuff, but I never really had friends that were like, that like collected all the things. Like I, like people who were really into American girl are people who like collect all of the items and like have all these different girls. And uh, you know, it's these collectors items, right? It's like what we thought beanie babies were going to be. And then they just, you know, turn into a pile of shit. Um, but my sister really wasn't that that she wasn't that kind of American girl. Um, they all have these like dead looking looks in their eyes. That's kind too. of my favorite part that they're, they have that those glass <laughs> eyes that are super glossy. And they've it's like, seen some shit. Oh, here's the thing I was shit. trying to remember. Mm. Um, they've lived through colonial America, living through slavery or living through the Great Depression, which but always impressed me, too. Like, I don't know much about American Girl dolls, but I always thought it was cool that like like they came with those books. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, this girl's got a fucking story. Like, she's seen some shit. And, like, that's rad, man, that she fucking is, you know, telling you about it. Well, how how ironic is it that the American girl has been through, you know, so many, so many <laughs> tribulations. And finally, you have this white male that's stepping in, finally wanting a piece of that pie when everything's good. And and now he's, he, oh, he's a drummer in Nashville. Mm-hmm. He gets to, Logan Everett has the, he's got the luxury to do what he wants in his spare time. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that. Yeah. He's good. He's living it. Yeah. (laughs) God. Uh, I wonder how well that'll sell, though. I don't know. Apparently, uh, they said it was one of the most requested things among, like, collectors. Like, they want an American boy. Well, I mean. I don't want anything to do with American boys. No. I want American girls. I want American girls only. Mm-hmm. Girls only. This is a girls only zone. Girls only. No cooties. No cooties. Well, fuck. Mm. <laughs> I didn't even know they yeah, were making an American boy. That's crazy. Yeah, I was, I was surprised they still made American Girl, but they have those stores. There's one in Chicago. Really? Yeah, it's like Build-A-Bear, but like American Girl. With just like glass eyes staring at you from every angle. <laughs> I don't know if you actually build them there. Maybe you, you act, do. You I don't like build an American girl from scratch. <laughs> this is Molly. That. She's missing an arm. Oh, cool, Molly. <laughs> Molly's been through some shit. I think that was what my my sister's American girl was named. Molly. Molly. Mm-hmm. I always associate them with Girl Scouts because I feel like all of my friends in middle school were in Girl Scouts and they all had American Girl dolls. Oh, my God. That just makes me think that it's like it's it's cookie season now, isn't it? I don't know. You sent us you sent us a picture of um, Girl Scout cereal. Yeah, I found that in the grocery store. There's like Girl Scout cereal now, and I think it's it's seasonal, but I'd never seen it before. There's like Thin Mint cereal and like Samoa cereal and it's I didn't buy it because I feel like that it would be it's seasonal it's not going to be around forever and I'll probably get addicted but it um, seems like overkill to me it seems like too sweet yeah like but then I again I like Cocoa Puffs so that's true yeah I don't I guess I'd probably like it I, I like would oh god I need to go out and buy some uh Girl Scout cookies like I am in the mood it is, it is I haven't time. eaten a Girl Scout cookie in probably like a decade what 
Oh my yeah, God. I just don't. You know, I, I just I think they I think they taste delicious, and I love supporting Girl Scouts because I I support everything they believe in. I can't find one. What they have like yeah. they have applications on your phone now that you can like track down troops shit. and where they're selling cookies and at what times on what days. Like this See, shit I is don't... serious, and you can even order Girl Scout cookies online from specific troops. And get it sent I don't to your leave fucking the door. house. Oh, they will deliver. Well, I mean, like it'll. Can it I Grubhub them? Oh, it, uh, ooh, that'd be a good idea. Grubhub, Grub Girl, Girl Scout, Scout cookie finder. Holy shit! It's a. It's I'm about to app. rock your world. Oh shit! Oh my god! It's like GPS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! That I used to live by this one. It's in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania. Oh my god! Uh, this is a cute fucking app, right? Okay. Those well. Girl Scouts, they know their fucking target audience. Let me tell you. Maybe I'll break my drought. Oh my god, lose your Girl Scout cookie virginity again? I guess so. I see. I love Boy Scout popcorn. Oh god, I don't. The Boy Scouts have problems. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I mean, no, I know, I know, and I was a Boy Scout. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh. I just always thought that the popcorn so tasted stale. That's the only reason why I didn't No, like it. the chocolate popcorn is good. You must have had like Walmart popcorn or something. Walmart honey. popcorn? Because we sold the never. good shit. We sold the good shit. Oh, God. The, the stuff with crack on it? Mm-hmm. The good shit. Anyways, right. should we move on? Show you ready for favorite things? I'm ready. These are a few of our favorite things. So, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll go because mine's boring. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. I've been so addicted to coffee this week. What? You're like an actual human being. I never drink coffee. Like, I, if someone is like, hey, you want to hang out at Starbucks? I'll be like, ugh. I mean, this happens like once every four months. And I'll be like, okay. <laughs> uh, my one so, friend is asking me to go out. <laughs> no, thanks. Uh, so I'll like go to Starbucks and like, if it's cold, I'll get a coffee, to, you know, just mm-hmm. to have in my hands. Um, But the other day I was like, I had to record like six videos in a day and I was like, I need to, I need help. (laughs) So I went out and I got a coffee at the Starbucks beside my place and oh my God, like it gave me so much fucking energy. Mm -hmm. And so I did it the next day too. And then the next day I also had like a B12 drink. Jesus girl. I had a a grande, (laughs) had the grande coffee and then a B12 drink. And I was like shaking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mm. <laughs> like the whole everything looked like a mosaic to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's called like a, a stroke <laughs> and I got all fucking six videos done holy shit it was a day but then oh I God. crashed so hard and I yeah. got like this crazy headache and I like couldn't move but like for those two days I drank coffee that's most my favorite thing was the coffee I love coffee but I go in phases like, I'll go yeah. weeks without having coffee, and then I'll have a week where I have coffee probably every day, and then I have another couple weeks. And I feel like it seems weird to me, but I, I like it because my body readjusts to not having coffee, so then when I start mm. drinking coffee again, I really get that that burst of energy. Because coffee, like other things, like your body gets used to it, so if you drink coffee every day, that first day you're going to have a lot of energy, but like that next month if you drank coffee every day... Like you're you're gonna need coffee to wake up in the morning because your body's just used to it. So I I go in and out of having of having coffee, and I I feel like it it kind of helps with with it using it more as an energy booster rather than like a a routine like thing I do in the morning sort of thing. Yeah, because I felt like I've past two days without coffee, I felt like garbage. Yeah, it can really I was like affect you. I how have I ever been productive in my life? Because mm. I don't want to move. <laughs> you know, I also read a study. That says coffee drinkers may live longer. Like, I think they do live longer because coffee, like, reduces inflammation in your body. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it do, like, stuff for your prostate? Like, doesn't it reduce inflammation in your prostate? I don't know. Do I need to shoot it up there? No, I think you can just drink it regularly. I'm just going to shoot it up there next time. I mean, coffee enemas are an actual thing, so... I'm ready. I mean, keep me posted. Let us know on the podcast next sure. week. Sure. That'll be my next favorite thing. <laughs> coffee enemas. So I've been away just, for a week and a half, you guys, and I shot coffee at my ass once. God. You should, if you see me, if you see me in Chicago, you're more likely, you're most likely to see me like power walking down the sidewalk, holding, gripping a white chocolate mocha, the most whitest white drink in the world. Mm-hmm. 
God, I was power walking around my block. I walked, I got up to my door and I was like, I've got so much energy. I'm going to do another lap. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Went around the block again. Crazy. Who are you? Get in bed. I'm I'm dead inside again, so I'm done. You can only come alive once a week every year. Once a week, once a year. It's part of the witch's curse. (laughs) Got my shit done, though. Ready for my vacation. Mm, I love a good cup of coffee. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I agree with you. Do you get flavored? Or do you like make coffee? Um, well, I have a, one of those like white, like white girl wasted Keurig machines that you have sure. little pods. Um, but when I get coffee at a restaurant or if I get um, coffee somewhere, I like I really like the combination of like chocolate and coffee, but I don't like it too sweet. So I usually get like 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 a, like a warm like mocha that's like a double shot. So there's way more coffee than like chocolate syrup in it. Um, and then I, I make ice mochas at home with just like Hershey's syrup and some cocoa powder because cocoa powder is unsweetened. And so I like mm. the combination of chocolate and coffee together because I feel like they're a really good complement, but I don't like it too sweet. So usually sure. I have coffee and chocolate together, um, but I don't I don't usually have coffee straight. If I do, it's probably with like cream and sugar, but it's it's very rare. When I'm having coffee, it's usually like coffee with some sort of like a little bit of sweetener and some chocolate. I really like that. I can drink black coffee, but it has to be cold. Ooh, that's interesting. Like like yeah, cold pressed like, coffee? No, like I don't know what that means. Well, it's 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 black it's black coffee that's just like pressed and it's chilled. Yeah. Know. Like it's I like when I was in DC last time, the fella would press the coffee grounds, like make warm hot coffee, and then I would have to wait till it was cold and then I could drink it. Interesting. Yeah, not like frozen coffee, not like iced coffee. It just had to be like cold and like stale. Just like you. Just like me. (laughs) I like my coffee like I like myself. Cold and stale. Cold and dead inside. Cold and dead inside. Perfect. God bless. Okay, my favorite thing was boring. What's your favorite thing? I mean, mine's not any better, really. Yours is going to be great. No, so mine is food related because obviously mm. I'm a fat ass and we've been talking our favorite things have been like food or drink related for like a couple weeks in a row I'm kind of liking it um for the first time well I think last week I made caramels or caramels or whatever that turned out pretty well after I did like a second batch um yesterday I was like you know what I want to make I want to make pad thai from scratch and Ooh. and I was like this seems pretty difficult because pad thai like a lot of the time you have to there's this there's an ingredient that you have to get in order to make pad thai and it's um oh god hold on i don't uh peanuts no it's it's noodles starts, it starts with a t hold on msg uh no t Ch- tamara turmeric mm, not not turmeric but it sounds like it tamarind tamarind <gasps> i was so close i yeah. said tamara so tamarind is a it's like a it's a bean pod and it's sour. It's like a clean sour is the way that I can describe it. And it's used a lot in Thai cooking, especially. And you it's kind of hard to find. Um, you don't you can't usually find the fruit itself, but you can buy tamarind concentrate. And so I was like, I'll, I'm going to make Pad Thai if I can find tamarind concentrate. So I went shopping around Missoula. And I found some tamarind concentrate at the um, at the grocery store that I usually shop at. I just wasn't looking in the right place. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to do it. So I bought, like, rice noodles and cilantro and lots of, like, green onion and a fuckload of peanuts. And, um, yeah, I made pad thai. And, it like, I thought it was going to be horrible. Like, I thought I didn't do it right. Like, I followed a recipe. And then I kind of tweaked it a little bit. Um, but it was fucking good. And I made pad thai and I had it for dinner no, I had it for lunch yesterday and then dinner yesterday and then lunch today. So I had lots of leftovers. Wow. Um, and it has like cilantro, a fuckload of crushed peanuts, um, some chicken, some egg, um, green onions, bean sprouts. Um, and yeah, the the pad thai sauce that I made, it's it's a it's supposed to be a um a a balance between sour, hot sweet and salty so like balance of all the tastes so it's just sugar which is the sweet tamarind concentrate which is the sour um some sort of spice i use sriracha which worked really well 
and then salty, which is fish sauce, which smells exactly like um, feet bo. It smells exactly like Ew. gross feet. It's the worst smell, but it adds this salty funk that's just like right in the background that's very familiar in Thai cooking. Because um, I'm such a Thai cooking expert now, apparently. But obviously, it obviously. sounds like it. But now, like I've I've had fish sauce on hand forever because it just like I bought it a long time ago, and now I have tamarind concentrate, so now I have all of the things to make pad Thai sauce, whatever I want. So now I feel like that. My only hurdle of making pad thai was just finding this tamarind concentrate, and now I think I'm going to make pad thai more often. So, like... What a tale. What a fucking tale. Sam's Food Adventure. What an adventure. What a... How emotional. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I'm nominating this for an Oscar. Oh, my God. It's like I won a Grammy. It is. It's like like a meaningless piece of shit. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's like I'm (laughs) Katy Perry thinking I deserve to, like, perform the Grammys for the Grammys. Oh, well, that sounds good. I think I've honestly, I think I've only had Thai food once. Oh my god, I'm sure there's great Thai places in uh in Chicago. Oh, I'm sure. I live literally like two stops from like this little like you get off the subway and it's like only Asian restaurants oh for my like god. three blocks. Ooh, yeah. Or I mean, you said it's your like fellow, a little Chinatown. you said your fellow likes to cook, so maybe have him cook you something. It's I think like, I'm. I think we're gonna crock pot some stuff. Oh my god, that is so cute. Yeah. Oh my god. I'll Snapchat it. Yes. Put it on your story yes. or something. Maybe I'll make him that chicken that I made. Oh yeah. Impress him, being like, "Hey, oh I learned god. something." Oh my god. I think I'm going to. <laughs> oh my god. So Joe's favorite thing was coffee. Mine was homemade pad thai. So how much um, did it make? Did it make enough for you like to store it for a while? Well, or yeah. Like, it, it, did it you made make a, a meal? It made enough for me to eat it for lunch and then have a dinner portion and then have a lunch portion today. So it it, oh, it, it nice. made enough for like four people or me Yummy. four times. Sure. Or, so yeah, yeah. It was fucking worth it. And if you guys want to know the recipe that I used, I based it off of, oh, God, Jet Tila. Um, Tila Tequila? Yes. There's a a pop sugar video that's, like, really well known um, with Jet Tila, um, and they're making pad thai together. So I based it off of that. I I adjusted it, because if you guys want to make pad thai, you should, um, the, the recipe calls for four tablespoons of sugar, and four tablespoons of the tamarind concentrate. But tamarind concentrates apparently can be, um, like, the sourness between different concentrates can be, like, way differing. So I only needed to put two tablespoons in um, because I didn't want it to be too sour. So you should just, like, taste before you, like, make it, I guess. So if you want to know, it was the pop sugar recipe for pad thai with Jet So there you go. Wow. I'm done talking about pad thai, whatever, done with it. Yummy. It was delicious, however. It was fucking delicious. I'm going to order some tofu. Ooh, oh God. Mm. Mm-hmm. You've got me in the mood for some Asian-inspired tofu. Oh my God, just take a piece of tofu, throw it in the oven. Yeah. It's delicious. I'm going to do it. Well, well good, good favorite, favorite things. things. Yeah. Good favorite things, good favorite things. Um, now we've got two emails. Yes, we do. Uh, one is from here. We'll just start with this one from Minnesota. Okay. Um, hey, Sam and Joe, I'm Hannah from Minnesota, and I just wanted to thank you guys for the podcast every week. It really brightens my day when I listen to it, and it also makes me feel like I have friends when I'm on campus for school. Aww. Since last episode, you guys talked a lot about cooking, and Joe is borderline Martha Stewart now. Literally. If you could only cook one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Skill doesn't matter. Oh, my God. Good question. Good question. Thank you, Hannah from Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh my god. I should I'm gonna answer this in a Minnesota accent. Is it Barbara? Um no, this is uh just a random Minnesota. <laughs> just you know, I picked gonna, up off the street. Let's just offend all of them, don't you know? <laughs> uh I would cook I'm just gonna go first. Okay. I would cook sesame tofu like good sesame tofu because so many people make it shitty like i want my tofu to be crispy on the outside i don't want none of that floppy ass Mm -hmm. like limp dick tofu (laughs) that you get at some restaurants hold on limp dick tofu i'm making a note of that that might be a podcast title okay sure 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 Because it's it's gross and it's just like slurping on it. I need it to be like kind of the consistency of the thing it's replacing, which is chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would make a really good 
uh, sesame tofu for the rest of my life. That sounds so good. Yeah, I haven't had good sesame tofu in like years. Oh my god, where where did you usually get it from? Like, what place do you remember had the best sesame tofu? When I lived in Philly, there was a place that had it, and I would order because you know they always have like minimums that you have to amounts that you have to order. Yeah, um, I would order like four things of it and oh just like god. eat it over the course of like a month. It was so good. <laughs> oh damn, so good. Um, I think that Peiwei, which I know is not really Asian, it's like Asian inspired, whatever. Mm-hmm. They have a good like orange tofu sort of dish, mm-hmm. but they put hardly any tofu in it. Like oh. last time I went, it was just like, where's my fucking tofu? Yeah, where is it? Yeah, but yeah, that's so that's what I would make. What mm-hmm. about you? Um, well, okay, so mine is like very like Italian full fat heavy cream shit. So I would eat this forever if it didn't make me gain any weight. That would be incredible. It's um, a just a homemade um, uh, chicken Alfredo with homemade Alfredo sauce and like mushrooms and Parmesan and little pieces of chicken. It just like it's such like a homey dish with like nice thick fettuccine um, fettuccine chicken Alfredo is like so good to me. I could probably eat it forever, but it's like so full fat and it has like heavy cream and all these like wonderful ingredients in it. That as long as I had like a spell on me that made it so like all the cat- calories were like negative, I would eat it probably every day for the rest of my life. Um, mm. And I think I've talked about in the podcast how easy it is to make uh, just a homemade Alfredo sauce out of garlic and Parmesan yeah. and heavy cream. It's like perfect. It tastes better than anything else you could like buy in, in a store ever. So it's easy. Maybe I'll try also. that next. Oh, my God. I could like send you a recipe. It's like super easy. It's, oh, my like, God. So do it. I I'm going to do it. I need some like the only chicken Alfredo I've eaten recently has been like freezer section chicken Alfredo. Oh, yeah. I need some like good chicken Alfredo. Yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, queen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, chicken Alfredo will be mine. Like homemade and like by chicken Alfredo, I mean like fettuccine Alfredo with chicken. Right, like right, dish. right, right, right. Oh, God, no, I'm just hungry thinking about it. God damn it. Uh, I know. I think I'm going to order a pizza after this podcast. Oh, you are going to go to 7-Eleven and get like a couple slices and then like uh, hope you don't get food I poisoning? I go to 7-Eleven. <laughs> I got to use my new pepper spray. I got to go walk down the street with my new pepper spray. Did you tweet out the picture of your new purple pepper spray? Because it is fucking no, cute. I haven't even sh- I haven't shown it or like told anyone I use it. But what? yeah, I got, had to get some pepper spray because it... A gay guy was like, hate crime two blocks from me. Yeah, and you're like, I need to protect myself. <laughs> like, but I yeah. need to look cute doing it. Like, this is a gay-friendly fucking neighborhood. I don't mm-hmm. know why that shit was happening here. Like, if that guy gets harassed, like, whoever did that shit again, he's going to get beat the shit up if he says anything else homophobic. Well, the, I'll, on, on that note, in Missoula, like, over the weekend, I went to this bar called The Rhino, and it's like our local trash bar. But, like, Missoula in general is a very, like, LGBT-friendly city. Like, it's the most liberal city in Montana. Like, it's run by lesbians. Like, whatever. My sister was in town over the weekend, and we went out, because I don't usually go out otherwise. We went out to this bar on Saturday, and it was super fun and whatever. And there were, like, it was, like, really crowded. The bouncer was this, like, really friendly lesbian woman. She, like, had a cute bow tie, and she, like, we I complimented her on her looks, and she just said, thank you. We're basically married. Wow. Um, what a story. But, so there's this, um, <laughs> apparently a gay couple got harassed outside of that bar on Saturday, like after we left, it was like around midnight or something, and it, it made the Missoula news. Like they got harassed and like they got called like homophobic slurs or whatever. I don't think anything came of it, but they like they pressed charges and they, they're trying to find this. It was like a couple people that like harassed this couple. I don't think that they like got hit or anything, but it's it was like it's kind of rustled everyone's jimmies because Missoula is usually a pretty gay friendly city. So I don't know where I was going with that. Just the fact that, like, maybe I should get some pepper spray. That's what I'm saying. Maybe I should get that purple pepper spray you got. I need need to know where you got that. eBay. (laughs) Well, I mean. Where do I get everything in my life? Does it actually? Have you tried it out? Like, have you made sure it works? No, I don't want to test it because I just know I'm going to, like, do it wrong and it's going to, like, blow into my face. I don't need that. Well, you know, hopefully but it's when very the time easy. is right, you'll it'll work. It'll work. It'll be fine. Oh. It has like this. It has a really good like mechanism for like it to not go off accidentally. That's good. So that's good. Yeah. 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 Well, next time someone asks me for hairspray, I'm going to give it to him. Though. He'll be like, here you go, girl. <laughs> and then you just and run I'll away be, like in a club. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get like arrested for like well, terrorism first, or something. First you'll throw know. up on their shoe and then you'd be like, oh, here's some hairspray. <laughs> oh, I'm girl, sorry. Here's some hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's oh. what I do. That's what I do. That's what you do. Well, good question, Hannah. Yeah, thank Led you so us much. to talk about many a thing. <laughs> uh, the next one's from Taylor. Sent this to us in August. <laughs> you know. Of last year. You guys should send um, us more questions. That's what we're saying. <laughs> yes, please send us some emails, whatever's. Yeah. Um, says, hey guys, I just moved back to Toronto for school after being... At home for the summer, I am no longer living the dorm life and I'm now cooking for myself, but all I've been eating is cheese and crackers and cookies and other garbage. As Sam is always seemingly cooking up a storm, I was wondering, how do you motivate yourself to cook things and not just eat crap? Much love, Taylor from Canada. Um, Well, first of all, cheese and crackers is not shit. It is gourmet, Henny. (gasps) If you get like the... You know, you can just dress it up. I got some goat cheese the other day. <gasps> I love goat cheese. Some oh like garlic goat cheese. And it was so, because we had had it in D.C. And I saw it in the store. And I was Holy like, I gotta get some shit. of that for me. Just put that on some crackers and you feel like fancy as fuck. I like cheese um, and crackers is one of my go-to snacks. Like some some good like. Um, craft not singles. E- uh, y- mm, mm, no. Some good old craft <laughs> singles. Melt some right on some real. You know, I was impressed with the goat cheese, but then you just took me right back down to craft single land. Um, Off brand craft singles. Yeah, the, the Western family brand craft singles. Ooh, it's so bad. God. But no, just like some nice crackers with like a nice like sharp cheddar and maybe some salami if you want to get frisky. I love it. Ooh, so just get a cheese tray at Walmart. That's fancy. Also that, that's pretty fancy. Yeah, just eat the whole thing alone. That's what I would like Regardless, to do. Regardless, A, you're wrong about cheese and crackers being trash because cheese and crackers are fucking delicious. Um, I also need help with this situation too because I literally, so I've only just started cooking. I mean, mm-hmm. so, and like I've started to make food and then like store it. Yes. Because that's, I think that's what's motivated me to cook more is also, it's like money for one thing. I mm-hmm. spend so much money on like getting crab. food. Yeah. Like crap, just yeah. absolute shit. And then it makes me feel like shit. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I can still eat like I was like 18. Like my metabolism hasn't changed, God but it makes you. me feel worse now that I'm older. It's finally affecting like, you. Right. Well, it's affecting my mind too. I'm like, this is like, my mind knows it's shit now. Yeah. My body's getting like, pickled. Yeah. I'm getting <laughs> pickled from the inside out of these mm-hmm. days. But so that's, I think that's why I started. I was just like, I don't want to feel like shit anymore. And I want food that tastes better because it does taste better. And I want it like, like what you cook for one day and then you've got meals for a few days. Yeah. So like, you know, it's, it does make life easier in that respect too. Yeah. What are your tips for motivating to cook? Um, well, I mean, as I mean, I'm, I'm not like, I'm, I'm guilty of this as well. Like there are, are days when I'm just like, I'm getting Taco Bell. Fuck you. Like I don't what? cook You're every like day. Five pound bag of gummy bears. Oh my. Okay. That was on sale <laughs> yesterday and I had to Ooh. not buy it on Amazon. Like guys, it was a struggle. It was. Is a it five fucking... pounds? Is that what yes, you get or two all, pounds? It, you know, it's the five pound. I don't skimp, bitch. It's the okay. five pound oh, Haribo gummy bear. Excuse me. Excuse God. me. Anyways. So anyway, um, what I do is like the, the thing that always like demotivates me when it comes to cooking is a laziness. B knowing I'm going to have to clean up after myself to remedy this, especially in the winter months. Like you were mentioning before, a crock pot is such a good way to cook because a you have one crock to clean at like the end of the week or whatever, or unless you like put it in Tupperware and then you just clean the crock pot when you're done cooking. B, it's a set it and forget it situation. So you don't even have to do much. You don't have to babysit it. Like you don't have to like spend a bunch of time. You just like throw it all in the crock pot, turn it on, follow the instructions and then just walk away. And then like eight hours later, you have a hot dish for like four days of leftovers also. So crock pot is a super good way to go. Um, when it comes to that. And I, I always like that is my go to when I am just like, I don't want to do anything. Or yeah. if you have a rice cooker like me, then you can just like cook rice and that's your like side dish. And then you just grill up some chicken on the stove. And then you had just have like a, two pans to clean or whatever. <gasps> or get those Hormel dinners that you just put in the microwave. Oh, yeah. Or it just go get a hungry. Like you're cooking. Go get a hungry man. Hungry man. You know what? One of those Hormels exploded in my microwave today. It did a flip. What? Oh my God. It does tricks now. It. I know. I was venting it. You know, you peel back the plastic. Or whatever. Oh, I just it's, need to vent. 
it, it just needed the vent. <laughs> but I was like, I did it for the minute that you're supposed to. Then I was like, I think it needs 14 more seconds, Uh-oh. approximately. Big mistake. Big mistake. It blew up. It flipped over, like, on its head. It was and then crazy. your fire alarm went off? No, not today. I, the batteries are out of that piece of shit. I'm oh. over that. I'm ready. Let me let me burn. Let me burn, Barbara. Let, let me burn. Let me burn. Um, wow. So, number one tip, crock pot. Best investment you could ever make, especially as like a poor college student, because you can throw like you could throw a leather boot in there and have it cook with a sauce for 12 hours and it would be tender as fuck. Like crockpots are amazing pieces of machinery. And they have many ones. Yeah, they have. You have like limited counter space. Yeah, like they have like they don't just you can get a giant family size one and they also have like littler ones for like a college dorm room. Um, And like I don't have much counter space either. I think mine's like a two quart or a three quart crock pot so i can cook like a couple chicken breasts in that with like a lemon garlic sauce or something and then i have you know lemon garlic chicken for like the rest of the week i just put it over rice or something or cook it with some some like uh, bag of vegetables that's also a really good tip that i didn't learn until recently frozen vegetables in like the frozen food aisle which is an aisle that i usually try to tend to avoid cheaper and they're flash frozen, like all the nutrients are still there, and you just like throw them in a pot and like steam them, cook them for a little bit. You have fucking veggies. It takes like three minutes. Super, super good tip. Frozen vegetables, totally. Wow, works. it's just like you discover these things and you tell the world, mm-hmm. and then they tell me that Sam, this has been around forever. <laughs> you are a fucking idiot. And then I'm like, I know, I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> like what would we do without you uh, you would live your life probably better <laughs> most likely <laughs> well good tips for taylor yeah good, good tips good tips for taylor hopefully we've helped you out nice good like two cooking questions too, i by know the way. right fun. oh my god fucking iron chefs over here well i guess in the outro we tell you how to uh contact us but yes please send us more questions we need please, more please, we please. always do please do totes more hope you guys had a happy valentine's day this week well because of our um, podcast i definitely did oh my god (sighs) i didn't but i will after i talk to my fella (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) i will after i'm done talking to you i will after this is over no i'm just kidding this is fun i always like recording the podcast especially Uh, when we get to talk about drama drama honey drama Drama okay Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, We will see you guys next week. Yep, sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt and more, visit our Spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com slash the show sam and joe also you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments or hit us up on our facebook page facebook.com slash the show sam and joe and if we like what we hear we may play your message in a future show that number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469 we also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated five dollars or more Thank you to Alex P, Allison B, Austin B, Ben B, Eric H, Feliciano D, Jazza, Joshua L, Kathleen E, Kevin V, Kylon C, Megan C, Pablo F, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on The, the Show. show.